and a mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is episode 195. This is Jim here, and later on, we will be joined by Brandon for one book, which is Venom number 26. But before we get into all of that, I'll have a couple books myself. Plus, let me tell you where you can find us. You can go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, where you can look at reviews to almost all the books that come out each and every week, every Wednesday morning. You can go, or you can go right now to see my Empire number 1 review. We were allowed to put that up early today, being Tuesday, I mean today. And so I have my review for that up. We also have a, what is it called? YouTube channel weird science comics where you can go and look at videos and stuff that i put up there and also we have a patreon account patreon.com slash weird science where you can go for a ton of shows exclusive shows also you can give us a little support a little encouragement i usually say what we have done the past week as a patreon only spotlight but by this point we've said that so many times or i have that I'd rather tell you what it looks like we're going to be talking about this coming week, and that would be Immortal Hulk number 35 and Empire number one. Those are the two books that look like they have won the poll for the Patreon-exclusive show, so me and Brandon will be talking about those for that. So if you wanted to hear us talk about Empire number one and Immortal Hulk number 35, you can go over and sign up on the Patreon and see how that suits you but we're gonna go off and this week we have a bunch of books a ton of books coming out from marvel one of which i I didn't even realize was coming out and it kind of did surprise me and then when i read it it kind of threw me for a loop as well and you'll see what that is uh, right about now and it is the free comic book day 2020 x-men issue that isn't fully an X-Men issue. And you end up with this. There's two stories. One by Jonathan Hickman and Teeny Howard sets up the Ten of Swords story coming up. And the other one is a Dark Ages kind of event deal that is coming up from Tom Taylor. And I like the Dark Ages a little more than what I'm getting here with the whole Ten of Swords. I'm going to go through that one very quickly. I have not been enjoying the Excalibur book. If you're listening to the catch-up shows, you will know that. And this little bit, while I hope that the Ten of Swords story gets me more involved with Otherworld and this sort of deal, this isn't doing it. This is, and I I don't know that this is necessarily supposed to do that. I, I just... It it doesn't really give me any sort of feeling whatsoever. I didn't get angry reading this little bit because you don't get enough. But I didn't get excited because you don't get enough. It's just kind of setting some pieces like, hey, these are some of the characters. But really, seeing the Starlight Citadel and talking about stuff like that and having the White Witch with the tarot cards is basically all this is. Did not have me that excited so i'm not really going to go through much of that we'll probably just glance over this and then get to the tom taylor story but just so you know this x-men deal is written by jonathan hickman and teeny howard art by peppy larez the art's really good colors by marty garcia and letters by vcs clayton cows you end up seeing some godlike characters going through a portal and they end up collecting part of a a sun, destroying a sun, getting what looks like to be, I don't know, some intestines at one point, kind of gathering these up as a way to go and get the favor of Saturnia. And basically, I don't care. And then you move on to the Starlight Citadel, where you have the White Witch trying to figure out what's going on 
everything's gone dark. She's trying to figure out what the problem is. She gets out the tarot cards and pretty much I don't care. Uh, You have really great art. It really is. And you see, basically, this part is, you know, show the tarot card judgment. And on that, you see apocalypse. And then you get a little, you know, kind of like an astrology mumbo jumbo type deal. You're not getting a lot of information. You're getting hints. You're getting, you know, uh, things that are alluded to through these cards and what they mean, things like that. And really, if you have tarot cards, you're not going to get much of anything. I mean, you're you're always going to get the kind of mystic mumbo jumbo there. Of course, it ends with the Ten of Swords card that has a bunch of, you know, you end up having Kid Cable, Apocalypse, Wolverine, Magic. And that's like betrayal, betrayed by those you would show your back, a loss, but an expected one. One always expects a sunset hours after the dawn. <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking forward to the Ten of Swords and you want to see maybe a little bit of, I, I don't even know what, it, a little flavor of it, I guess. You, you can read that. And it's, it's for free comic day. So how much can I complain? But you move on to the next story. And the next story is this Dark Ages story. And I'm a Tom Taylor fan, so that's cool. Ivan Coelho's on art, big fan of his. You'll hear me talking about it at the end of the podcast with Brandon on the Venom book. Uh, The only thing that I worry about, because this is a saga of the Marvel Universe that's coming in fall of 2020, Dark Ages, says, where were you when the lights went out? I don't know. I'm a little afraid of the dark, I have to admit. But with all this, I already have gotten somebody say to me, hey, did you read that free comic book day issue? And I'm like, no, I haven't. Like, yeah, I'm kind of getting sick of Tom Taylor and his over-the-top deal and his idea that everybody has to die or everybody has to get hurt and maimed and, you know, sort of thing like that. And that does end up happening. And just this is a you know pretty much a trailer and the funny thing is is the first part the ten of swords that's like a teaser trailer like one of those first trailers that comes out that you end up seeing like one or two scenes with a little bit of a narration over it but you're not getting any sort of story idea you're not getting the you know any sort of big picture thing this one though this dark ages deal this is more like a final trailer in my mind for the uh, summer blockbuster that you're like, okay, what's going on, you know, in a world that doesn't have lights, stuff like that. And it's pretty cool. You kind of get excited by the end. You're kind of like, oh my God, what's going to happen, which that's kind of what you want to set up something. Now it's setting up something that's months away still. And it would have been months even further if this would have come out when it should have been May. Um, But yeah, it's, it's exciting enough. What you get is an earthquake going on. In the New York area Yeah, Pepper Potts is on the phone With Tony, Tony's flying around She's like, oh my god, we got an earthquake in New York He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm here And I'm on it, I'm working on it How do you work on an earthquake? Eh, Don't ask questions there, baby And head down to the bunker below And Pepper, who I want to yell at her And probably will right now She says, the bunker? Tony, if the building falls down I don't really want to be under it Now Tony told her to go to the bunker. Do you think in your mind, Pepper, that he doesn't realize that there is a possibility in an earthquake that the building will fall? And because of that, do you think that he does not know that this bunker will be safe? Do you think that he's just sending you down to the basement that I'm recording in now? If Tony Stark says something to Pepper Potts, I believe he has thought through, even in an instant, you know, the calculations here of where the best place to go is. It's just so he can say, uh, the bunker's safe, Galactus himself can tap dance on it. I'm like, just tell her to get her butt down there and stop yapping. It's in the middle of an earthquake. Stop wasting the time, Pepper. But then he... (laughs) You up where you have all that And I'm saying all this like Tony is A smart fella he, he's Going to work things out he's going to know things In the middle of A earthquake then he tells her to take The elevator now he's Dumb now he's a dummy And I really thought it was going To be one of those where he She presses the elevator deal 
And then all of a sudden, like this weird thing, like, well, what's up with the elevator? Oh, oh, that's the virtual healing elevator that's working on, you know, something. No, it's just the elevator. She gets in the elevator, shuts down, then she's pretty much trapped at one point. But while this is going on, Tony's going around to see what's happening. There's a lot of crazy things. There seems to be a pulse of some sort over the city. There is a green type glow. And all of a sudden, lights are going out all over the city. Tony's having problems even contacting or keeping in contact with Armor, who he's talking to, with Cap, who he then calls. And, you know, everybody's kind of fritzing out as the city goes into a blackout. Now, you end up having Tony call Cap to tell him pretty much Avengers Assemble, but only gets out Avengers Assemble. And then it stops, and then it seems like Cap is all confused. And it, it was that, too. Like, Armor's talking, and it's like one word doesn't get said. You know, hey, Armor, what was that? I'm sure, sir. Uh, I missed a word there. You could probably figure out it was no, not. <laughs> and she's like, what word? What? You don't know? I'm like, no, no. You just, you know, I kind of could tell what she said. Why can't you? But yeah, the I'd love it too. Where I imagine Cappy's there. What, what, what should we do, Iron Man? Avengers assemble. What? What does that mean? Avengers assemble. Uh, is this some sort of formation we're supposed to assemble? I don't know. Assemble you, buddy. And then everything goes to hell. But you end up having Tony flying. And he completely loses everything. The armor shuts down to the point he can't even see. Everything's gone bad. And unfortunately, at that instance, there is a pretty much looks like a 747 just crashing in and crashes into him. They He ends up hitting this plane where he pretty much takes off a wing. His foot gets severed off. The plane crashes. He crashes into the Stark building. Luckily, I guess for him, the the elevator had stopped. Pepper had gotten out somehow and is right on the level there with Tony. Comes running out. Tony, what's wrong? Well, first off, he's bleeding out of the leg that he's missing pretty much calf down. So I can kind of guess that might smart a little. It's going to leave a mark. But she's, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he's like, dark. It's all gone dark forever. He says that. And he says it just like that. Trust me. Um, he might be being a little overdramatic. I don't know that he knows that it's forever, but he says that. Maybe he means it because he's dying. And, you know, he sees the, the light. He's going towards it. But I, I actually got excited by the end. Like, okay, let's see what's going on. I want a good... Tony Stark uh, cap I'm not getting much of that in their Solo books so seeing those two Here I'm looking Forward to it and we'll see when it comes To the fall but overall I'd give this free Comic book day issue an 8 out of 10 again you might go Higher if you're excited about The 10 of swords but even then I'd Like to hear if you got enough of Anything in that to get you more Or less excited I'm just kind of like Well I'll see how it is when it gets there, but I think that the Dark Ages looks pretty cool, and I like Tom Taylor. So there you have it. But I'm going to move on to the next book. Alrighty, and the next book is Avengers number 34, and it is the Age of Conchu Part Two. And if you heard me yell and scream about Part One, you will know that I didn't really like it, but mainly because of the fact that it seemed more of a Moon Knight issue, obviously, than an Avengers one. My joke, which I I thought was pretty good, was that it was Avengers 33 with the legacy numbering of (laughs) Moon Knight number one. You get it? I crack myself up. That's what I do. Now, you go into this one, and again, I try for the most part, except the X-Men catch-up shows I decided I had to talk about all the books. So if I'm negative about something, it's because I decided to talk about all the books. Now, for the most part, on this show... You end up having, and I'm talking the Tuesday show, we try to get at least some books that we like, some books that we're positive about, you know, kind of be able to. And this is the kind of game that I I said, I I don't want to play the game that we played at DC where every podcast we have to talk about every book because 
it, it does tend sometimes to get negative and people start going, well, you know, why are you talking about it? Why do you even bother? Things like that. So all of this jibber jabber I'm, I'm doing right here is to tell you that I like this issue. <laughs> I don't know why I am uh, burying the lead. How about this? We'll start all over. I'm going to rewind. Hey, everybody, this is Avengers number 34, and I like this issue. Yeah, I actually like it a lot more than the 33. Not much is different, really, except it has more of a tone that involves the Avengers and it involves a story that seems big and involves the Avengers before in that first part. Without, you know, being able to reveal the whole deal because it was a setup issue where you ended up having Mark Spector go and take, you know, Iron Fist power. Then he goes and gets Molnir. Then he goes and gets the Eye of Agamotto. Like all these things going on, it seemed as if this was like, okay, well, you have Mark Spector. He's just getting these things to do stuff. Why don't you just end up having a Moon Knight book to do? And so, well, this one, you end up seeing that it was a plan to save everyone, including the Avengers, also deals with some stuff that is big in the entire Marvel Universe with Mephisto. And then at the end, even, where you get a Black Panther, then you get a Captain Marvel and an Iron Man, everything starts, in my mind, to feel big and feel more Avengery than it had been. And I like the progression and all of it as well in this. So that's just my whole roundabout way of telling you that I like this issue. Uh, it is written by Jason Aaron, art by Javier Garon, colors by Jason Keith, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. And I, I did get some crap for not liking that first issue. Um, I will have to say that I still didn't like that. <laughs> it was for what it was as a single issue reading it. Then. But now I appreciate that I read it. I, I'm actually glad because it did allow me then to like this one a little more. I'm not going to go back and change my score for the last one because I was reviewing that as it came out. Now I'm doing the same here. But with that issue combined with this, I liked it more. You start off with a recap page before the recap page and i really liked it. it it did show you the progression of what mark specter had done and you end up having him you know he mystically empowered avatar the god uh Khonshu. i'm having problems talking moon knight recently betrayed his former comrades in the avengers battling each one in turn and claiming the powers for his own starting with iron fist after defeating both Doctor Strange and Black Panther, he then stole Ghost Rider's Hellfire-powered car and Thor's Hammer Molnir. With the power and weaponry of the Avengers now at their disposal, do Moon Knight and Khonshu plan on saving the world or destroying it? And you got the idea at the end of last issue, like, oh, man, things are bad. I mean, what's going on? Is Mark Spector completely insane? You ended up having all the different things that it almost i said at that point it reminded me of the hawkman book at dc like oh my are they going to rework like the definitive origins and definitive deal of moon knight but you go into this and you have more of just mark specter which i do appreciate as well but he ends up where he's going to the secret temple beneath the ancient ruins of the theban necropolis and the big thing about this though it was weeks ago and I like how the progression is in the story. You end up going back a couple of weeks to see what led to all the craziness because you end up pretty much Mark Spector having nightmares as he does, seeing things and being really pissed off and wanting to take it to, you know, Concho and goes in the temple. He's going through his acolytes, you know, let me at him. Let me see Concho. Let me talk to him. I, I need to talk to him. And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. He's like, I understand full well. I I'm having these visions. I mean, this is trouble. I want to know what's going on. And you have the one priest say, you don't understand. He's having those too. Y you're not the only one. He is having a lot of problems. And he says, Concho, I told you to stay out of my head. Now I'm going to take my own fist or your own fist because he has the fist. And I'm going to cram it down your bird brained head. And when you add that, the one priest says, we told you God has seen the devil's visions, too. As a scream comes out and you see Mark Spector, season Conchu is pretty much cowering in a corner. 
just there like, no, no, make it go away. And he's yelling, Earth's earthing, Earth's moons, melted flesh. The stars won't stop screaming, make it go away. And there's, yeah, Mark realized, yeah, he is seeing everything that I'm seeing. He does know. And they're trying to figure out, okay, what is going on? Who, how can we stop this? What's the deal? Well, it all leads and starts with Mephisto. And so then, and again, you have to pay attention to the timing in the issue. You start with a flashback that shows what happened when Mark went to Concha. And, oh, my God, no, it's Mephisto. Oh, my God, we got to stop him. Then you go to the now where you do end up having, you know, the powered up Concho and Moon Knight going to Las Vegas to the Hotel Inferno to pay a little visit to the Mephisto and doing what I had wished people would have done months ago and kill his butt. I almost cursed. He's there. He's talking crap. Now, again, with all this going on and what's you would expect that Mephisto, he's got his ulterior plans and, you know, plan B, D, C, H, all those. And you even have Conchu tell Moon Knight when they do end up killing him, which is a cool deal how they do it, too. I mean, he uses everything. He, he opens up the cell using, you know, the Sorcerer Supreme power because the cell was made by Doctor Strange. He ended up doing that, so he's ending up opening it. But he opens it not to really let Mephisto out after saying, you know, I know that you're messing with things in here. And, and we've seen Mephisto in jail has not been stopped doing anything. He seems to be upping his game there. So you end up where they open up the cell and Molnir with a bunch of the Moon Knight onks, you know, pretty much strapped to it, comes flying through and just goes right through Mephisto's chest and just kills him. He's dead. And it looks really, it's, it's graphically awesome. And he falls. And so then Moon Knight says, you know, I'm going to burn his flesh. I'm going to burn it in the Ghost Rider exhaust type of deal. I'm going to burn his flesh in hell. Uh, and then get the whole deal. He's like everything he has, he's going to use to destroy this. But Conchu says, you know that that won't get rid of him. And Moon Knight says, I'm going to end Mephisto. This will be it. He'll never bother us again. The, the hell with him, right? There's a joke. But he ends up saying, you know, Conchu is like, that won't help. You know, this doesn't end with him, not this version of him, at least. There are already others at play here going back a million years. Uh, and then you end up having Moon Knight saying, I betrayed my friends. And this is where I'm I'm interested in the issue up till now. I'm I'm liking it more than the last one. But this is where it actually picks up for me and becomes more of a, you know, full out feels like more of an event than some of the events coming out and also starts to feel more of an Avengers book and not just like last issue. Well, Moon Knight was an Avenger at one point when you have Moon Knight say, I betrayed my friends. I've struck down good men and stolen what is rightfully theirs. What more do you want me to do? And you end up having Kanchu, no, no, I'm not going to ask you to do anything more in the best. Is you have Mark's like, yeah, that's what I was afraid of. What's going on here? And he's like, I'll do it. Mjolnir comes to Kanchu. He's worthy, he is, or at least he is with the onk strapped to the deal. But it's also Moon Rock, as we saw last time. Uh, and so... Boom, you end up with a later then where you have pretty much Concho is rewriting the world. The world is being rewritten in his, you know, image. It all has a very Egyptian look. New York has huge Concho statues, pyramids, things. You even have weird sail barge things flying through the sky. Spider-Man's getting attacked by mummies And it says, you know, mummies are rising from the grave All this stuff going on for Kanchu, And it does look crazy This part, it kind of is a really big uh, You know, there's a like, oh man, that, that was sudden Like what's going on, whatnot But it, it starts to play out pretty well And you do end up having a captured Black Panther Where Kanchu still needs the spirit of the panther now, when we had last issue, you ended up having Mark go to him and said, Black Panther, it's not a 
power. It's in my blood. It's not necessarily a given power like that you're trying to get, though they're still trying to get it from him. They even say, how much blood do we have to spill of yours to get this? He says all of it. Then it's funny, too. At one point, they keep saying, how many priests, how many of us do we? And it, it, at this point, it's the priest of Kanchu who are. Uh, you know, going and trying to get info from him. And then later they kind of go at him again. But at one point you have this thing, how many of us does it take to get this power from you? For some reason, Black Panther comes up with a very special, 50. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's like, how many licks of the, the lollipop? And I have 50. One, two, a three, a three. You end up where Mark does come. To Black Panther and he, he's trying To explain to him that This isn't necessarily Like a bad thing that's going on Yeah Kanchu has kind of taken Over the world but he's taken over the world to Save it from what is coming And tries to say that To Black Panther I know that this doesn't Feel like you know Good but trust Me I'm not insane I'm Not being controlled by Kanchu here to just believe what he's saying is true and actually then does, you know, show his face. He pulls the, the mask off and says, look into my eyes and what do you see? And Black Panther looks and says, horrors. I see cosmic horrors untold. And that's kind of the thing where they've, they're going to try to stop something before it happens because they've seen prophecies and seen things through that. So how is there a way to really prove things it's one of these things that it's kind of based on faith. Like, please trust me that we're trying to do this. We have to stop this stuff before it does happen. But Black Panther, he's not going to give up that power. He He's just not going to do it. And, you know, he says, you're going to have to get your priests. They can just whip me all they want because it ain't happening. I'm not giving it up. Well, you end up saying with, and again, though, Moon Knight, this is what has to happen. So he even apologizes. He says, I'm not blind to what I've done because you end up where Black Panther's like, you really went over the line. And he says, I'm not blind to what I've done. I wish there was another way, but all the roads lead to burned worlds and the slaughter of trillions. And my faith in Kanchu is far from blind. I didn't give him all the powers. And then he, boom, he turns into pretty much the Moon Knight of Vengeance, the Fist of Vengeance, he says it is, because he still has the Hell Charger and all that. But again, this whole thing, I like the idea that it is a threat that you can't really point to it because it's something that will happen. So it is based a lot on faith, based on the faith that I'm telling you the right thing, so please help me. But to help me, you really have to get hurt a lot and have things taken away from you and black panther at that point is not willing to do that yet um and so you end up having like i said moon knight in the hell charger the fist of vengeance he is heading off while you end up with the whole deal with these priests of Kanchu coming down and saying okay how how many is it going to take 50 all right we're here 50 let's go and they just start fighting and, you know, he's ready to beat the crap out of everyone. Well, then you go off to end in the Sarah Desert where you see that old Tony Stark and Carol Danvers are hiding out. The problem is, is that they found them. And Tony even says they have to have the eye of Agamotto because there's no way they would have found us here uh, while these mummies are rising up from the desert. And they're about to attack. They're trying to figure out what's going on. You end up where Carol says, you get out of here. I'll fight these off. Tony says, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving you. We're a family. We're not going to do it. And it, there is some humor at the end, I will admit, because you don't see what fully is going on. Carol's like, we're not a family. I don't know what you talk about. But he's sick. He has the star brand baby. And he's there. And he's like, okay, star brand baby. Don't you listen to mommy. She's she's just mad right now. Daddy's got you as you have these mummies coming down on him. But yeah, he ends up with Tony saying at the end, we damn well better survive. Panther's a prisoner. Thor and Ghost Rider have been taken out and we haven't heard from the others in weeks. As far as we know, we're the last Avengers left. And one of us just crapped their pants. He's holding the baby, but I think it's him. And so with that, even just that ending with the, you know, mentioning Black Panther's caught. 
you know, you end up having Ghost Rider and Thor taking it. That's enough for me to see and feel like an Avengers book. As long as they're just out. All the other things that I've been complaining about is when you have, you know, hey, where's Black Panther? Oh, he, he's trying to figure out that stuff with Tony lost in time. All right. And, and or, hey, Black Panther, you're coming on this mission with us. No, I got paperwork to do. Can't do that. And then all of a sudden you end up with a Black Widow and Blade in space and stuff. It just didn't feel this feels like an Avengers book, even without all the Avengers being in it, because they're mentioned. The whole thing is them trying to save them. Their powers are fully displayed by taking, you know, pretty much taking them over by Moon Knight and Conchu. So this actually, to me, felt more like an Avengers book than this book has in a while. It it took one issue of me not liking it exactly to get there with all Moon Knight. But I suddenly changed my whole tune about this and really did enjoy this. I thought it was a really good read. I thought that the art was really, really good. Because of that, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Shock the world. I will. I don't know if it shocks anybody, but I really enjoyed it. And if you haven't been reading Avengers, I actually would suggest reading the last issue and this just to see if you like what's going down. And just keep in mind that if you are reading the first issue and like this isn't much of it, it gets to the Avengers stuff and it ends up tying into the Mephisto stuff and everything feels big. This feels like this age of Concho could have been, you know, an event that maybe I would have liked a little more than, say, an outlawed or an empire, because I really did like this issue. But I hope that this actually will show that I don't have any grudge against Jason Aaron. It's just that the book hadn't been hitting with me. It, It does now, and I hope that it continues to, because I want it to like the Avengers. One of the reasons why we came over to do the whole Marvel podcast was so that I could read and talk. The Avengers is still one of the books, and you could really tell a lot of times the books that I really wanted to like right away because they are the books that I end up reviewing on the site as well, which Empire is one of them because when it was announced, I said, oh, I want to do that. I think that seems cool, and I was kind of into it. Now, not so, but we'll see as it goes on. But the Avengers from Day one is the book that I was reviewing because I wanted to like it. So that's that. But I'm going to go off now to old Brandone, who will join me so that me and him can talk about Venom. Well, it's eight o'clock off there in Buffalo. Brandon's been drinking all day and I gotta get him for the show. Oh no. Well, I can't get a hold of him. Oh, that ain't right. He must be passed out drunk, so that means no Brandon tonight. Brandon's lame. Have you heard? Brandon's lame. His family's ashamed. Girl wants to change your name. Huh, and here is Brandon. Yo. I hear that you're you're lame, Brandon, and also yeah. drunk most of the time. We were talking today. Today oh, you I were watching today. a little wrestling. Yes. You were watching when you were Monday, on yeah. the Yeah, you were actually on TV yeah. during a 1997 match. uh Monday Night Nitro. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been watching tons of stuff on the app. But we're here to talk Venom. Not wrestling. We're here to talk Venom number 26. And we're, you know, all of the news and everything going on that no finally will be coming around, all that stuff. So I don't know. that That's something that's been going on for so long. I don't think it's going to hype yeah. up the book any. But no, no it's like Sting. He's been coming for a long time, right? That is true. For a long, <laughs> long time. That's what I heard. This is all wrong. And so we, we end up with the Venom book here after that big, you know, announcement. And waiting to see what's going on. And this is part one of the Venom Beyond story. And I don't know, maybe it was the shutdown and things like that. When I jumped into this, I was like, what has been going on? Yeah. In the Venom I had a hard I time remembering forgot. 25. I, I, and I don't feel yeah, like we yeah. read it that long ago, did we? No, it shouldn't have been. But this actually, you don't really need to know anything, really. You just no, jump this into this. No, this is very fresh. Yeah. Yeah, it is fresh. And it is uh, written by Donnie Cates, 
art by Ivan Coelho, who I really like. And then Juan Gideon, who jumps in at the end, and it kind of threw me off a little. There was a transition thing uh, going on near the end, but it wasn't horrible. Colors by Jesus and Bertov, and letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. Recently, Eddie Brock found himself in the Island of Bones in a deadly battle with the Carnage symbiote. Island of Bones. (laughs) With the help of his son, Dylan, Eddie, and the Venom symbiote were reunited, reunited and able to rid themselves of the Carnage symbiote for good. Eventually, Eddie returned to New York and confessed to the Avengers his knowledge about the impending threat of Null while everyone is on high alert in preparation for Null. Eddie plans to find answers about Dylan's powers, and that's what this is all about. He is trying to find somebody right off the bat. He's, you know, kind of going and runs into a guy who's running for his life. Kind of looks like Eminem a bit. He's running away, (laughs) doesn't it? It's Eminem running away uh, from what I thought was going to be this big monster thing this big virus this big you know thing for the uh beyond deal it's just actually the symbiote it is a trick yeah, that's it's just like a, a reminder to to let to let you know eddie's only got one hand now i think yeah, that's the yeah, entire really. point then you scene. have the stump and he's you're <laughs> like oh man it's funny too because eminem's running away from this you know really hideous looking symbiote and then runs into eddie and probably is more scared from that stump He's like, oh, man. Yeah, man I, don't, I don't think he's scared. I think he's just scared a hand grew out of that yeah, stuff yeah. out of nowhere. He he didn't know which hand. He was going to shake his hand. He had some <laughs> brums. But, yeah, so Eddie then says, oh, yo, that, you're afraid of that? No, 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 that's my symbiote. Now, you're going to mess with both of us. And then ends up saying, you know, where is he? How can I find him? And you don't know what's going on. For some reason, I thought... Maybe I had forgotten and Dylan had been kidnapped. Dylan had been run. I'm like, I know. what's going on here? Yeah. But it is, it, they're playing the long game kind of in this issue, at least where. Yeah, at least to get the back. answer quickly. Yeah, well, Eddie goes back and gets Dylan. Dylan, for some reason, it's like, it, it's weird too. Hey, uh, Dylan, you know, I know you're scared. You, you hear no and you got the symbiote stuff and all this. You're scared. What are you scared about? And he's just scared of the building and jumping off yeah. with, with venom it seemed weird but uh, they, uh, they the, end up they, going i don't think yeah, venom and spider-man both have a problem swinging directly from the ground they want to walk 30 stories and yeah, swing yeah, from the top to of the building you have yeah. to get the momentum <laughs> but yeah i just like all of that and he's like all of a sudden we find out he's afraid of heights i'm like all right here we go but they do go and, and i like ivan coelho's art i like ryan stegman's art even more if i could even remember that far back because I know. he's never I on the book never anymore. anymore no yeah i think that he's done uh but i think he's that, doing the null is coming stuff but yeah. i don't think we're gonna see him till then his eyes are getting glassy on here that's what <laughs> I but yeah, with, with all that yeah it's that's a while from now but you end up where i think ivan coelho is a really good substitute yeah this looks anyway. great the splash great. page yeah. with the buildings and everything looks amazing. oh yeah it's really good and the colors are bright all that stuff so you end up having Venom and Dylan swinging off to go meet this guy that we don't know who it is yet, whatever. But you do end up seeing this crazy looking other Venom character that ends up being called Virus who's watching. War Machine has to stop leaving his armors laying around. I mean, we had Punisher pick one up. Now we got this random symbiote's got one taped all together. Here's the thing. He has that taped together. Later, he's on a goblin glider taped together. (laughs) And it's all these things that seem to be pointing at the future where maybe a lot of the villains and good guys, they're dead. And this guy has commandeered a you know, a bunch of equipment and things yeah. like that. I think he's it's got a cool. war room like that. That'll put uh, yeah. Tony Stark to shame. Oh yeah. And with that, it does look as if this now, unless I'm fully mistaken about something that came out that we weren't aware of, but you were going to have this character debut on the free comic book day issue this year that was canceled. And I don't think it came out yet. And this Not was that where I know it of. was gonna. They were gonna have a Spider-Man. I, Venom I, I went right to day. Sleeper or uh, right Sleeper. That's yeah, who I thought, thought it was. Sleeper. Of the yellow. It's black. Yeah, and- you you thought yeah that Sleeper had been pissed off all this time at Dylan doing his nonsense with the carnage symbiote, well, and then I he went. He, he was just kind of keeping a low key eye on Dylan with uh with Eddie because you know Eddie. He I don't know if he totally trusts Eddie really, but so we haven't seen Sleeper he, in a while yeah. since he he left or connected to Eddie on that island. Yeah, yeah, the Island of Bones. We yes. heard. With that, you thought Sleeper was a sleeper agent. That's what That's you, right. thought. you thought it all uh, made there, there's sense. There's so many symbiotes now, it's hard to keep I, I thought it was Keldzar, too, uh, the, that crazy one. Yeah, that, yeah. The dead, uh, I, I, what's his name? The dead, um, te- he's a dead scroll or he's a dead, uh, I don't know. A Cree. He's a Cree. Okay. 
Okay. But with that, I just, I had no idea. I just went with it. And then later you actually have Eddie Symbiote yell out, the deal, which is odd because I don't know how, when, why he knows this, yeah. but you end up having the whole deal where Eddie is where they're going. We we find out they're going to find the maker and mm-hmm. it, it all leads from the whole idea. And, and there was a weird deal where you even have, they go to this warehouse and, and Dylan's like looking and I'm like, Hey dad, uh, you know, I think nobody's here. This is just a, a warehouse. And the, the thing is, it, Eddie's right when he says where every every place we've gone and it was a warehouse. Yeah. Remember the last warehouse we were in? Yeah, it's, a, it's a machine a thing to tap in your spine. Not even it's just in all this. It. Yeah, and not even just in this comic. Every comic just they need comics. to start knocking these abandoned warehouses down yeah. because it's a big problem in the Marvel universe. It is, <laughs> and so either you're going to go into this warehouse and we're going to find a character, or maybe we're going to have an underground rap battle with Eminem. That's what he was pushing this towards. <laughs> It was a little this eight is mile really thing. a sequel to Eminem Punisher from way back it's, in the day. I'm telling you, and it's called Nine Mile is what they <laughs> call it. But yeah, so they get there. And it's funny, too, because before that, even while you go, you have to have Donny Cates really kind of throw in the idea. Hey, remember, Eddie really likes his son, Dylan, because they're there. All right. You ready? Hey. You need, you need a coat? He like all of a sudden he gets real dad. He does dad at very random. It was nice. Here. It was nice enough. It just seemed like it was tacked on. It seemed like when you're like, all right, we're gonna go kick ass. Hey, uh, do you need a coat? Are you cold? I don't want you to get a chill. You want some ribbon candy? It's like my grandmother. But yeah, so they're <laughs> they're going there because the, you end up and it's. I didn't think it was well played out exactly why they were going, but really they're just going so that the maker can check out and figure out some things with Dylan. Yeah, and so well, and and it seems as if the, you know all, the maker is not up to that. He, yeah, he's not aware that he's going to be doing I that. I think this was wasn't he trying to figure out what was going on with Dylan way back when too? Yeah, and, he and was it just got interrupted. Out, yeah, and he was trying to figure out for his own deal. Uh, he wanted, he yeah, he wanted yeah. all the symbiotes. Yeah, he wanted all the deals. So he ends up where when they go, the funny thing is, is you have Eddie who must think that the maker's still doing the same research because when he shows up and they want to figure out, hey, can you check Dylan? Can you tell me what this you owe me this? So he's got a Stargate. He He's not worried that much that about, you know, tapping in the spines anymore. He's worried about multidimensional, you know, universes and things like that, which he usually is. But he's there. And yeah, they, they come in, you end up having Eddie knocking on the door, nobody, and then he busts it down, but it's easy to bust down. He flies in, Dylan laughs at him. But, you know, you have this whole deal with the maker who doesn't really seem like he's wants to be that involved with Eddie or Dylan anymore. I think that he wants to get the heck out because Noel is coming, wants to figure out maybe how to stop him or how to do something in other universes or just get out. But he's just like, you know, I'm kind of sick of all this. I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. And you do have him have a symbiote. You have the maker then have a symbiote that kind of, you know, goes around him and Eddie attacks. And it's pretty cool art where you have the maker. He barely even moves. He just punches the symbiote of Eddie's and Eddie just gets thrown out of it yeah. like viciously. Ends up with Dylan. The, the symbiote comes and even then, I, the maker keeps saying, I don't care. It took me a care. minute to, to figure out that panel because I really thought Eddie's guts got blown out of the back of the yeah, symbiote. You see that in the back. I ended up just seeing that stump again, but you, you end up with the whole deal where the maker through this is just like, I really don't care about you guys anymore. He I also really looks don't... like Queen Alien when he goes all symbiote mode. Yeah. Does yeah. he not? He, and, like, look yeah, at he that does, one actually. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does a lot. But he says, <laughs> I don't care. You know, he says he's going, yeah, Betty, I don't care where you're going. You're going to help me with Dylan. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not really concerned. But then they get a proximity alert and alarm goes off. And that's when virus comes in. And that's where it's like, Eddie, get down. It's. And it says virus. I'm like, all right, here we go. And you end up having him on a, you know, taped up uh, goblin glider. He's throwing the the whole pumpkin bombs, all that stuff. Now, the problem is it does hit the maker's machine and starts activating it. So it's starting to suck everybody in to go send them every which way, but lose. And you end up having 
you know, Eddie say to Dylan, please, you know, grab on. You don't get through. We don't want to get sucked in. But they end up doing that anyway. But then you end up as they get sucked in. This virus says you don't get away easy, Brock. If you get sucked in the pit of hell itself, then I'll kill you in the fire. So he's coming after it. Now, the big thing is that virus shows up. Eddie doesn't know who he is, doesn't recognize him. Seems like the symbiote does, but he ends up saying, you ruined my life. You ended up destroying my life. You ruined my life and keeps going with that. But we have to see what all that means as you end up seeing that the maker ends up in the 610, the ultimate universe, where everything's destroyed. You have a big billboard where the ultimates, all the stuff going on that you don't know, you know, things went bad, though. The maker thinks it's great. He's like, this is perfect. This is where I want it to go anyway, whatever. And then you end up having Eddie and Dylan. Now, are they in? It's weird because you seem to start at the beginning as if they're at the same place. And you would think they would be because the fact that, you know, the machine, why would it change, yeah. you know, a destination when it's separating? Hit? If everyone's getting sucked in yeah. at once, how's it shooting? And, and then places? also with Eddie and Dylan showing up in the same spot. But and the first page that they're there, everything's on fire. Yeah. Just like with the maker. Then you go to the next one. And yeah, there's some smoke there, but it looks more like like a futuristic deal that isn't really that bad off. I mean, it, it looks it's like... It's weird, To The one thing that throws me off and makes it hard to tell is all these video screens have the Null logo on them. And then when you go to the maker, all his video screens seem to have like Avengers yeah, Helpless that's what billboards. I'm saying. Yeah, are they in the same deal? And it's it's hard to tell. But again, at first, it looks like they might be. And then second, it, it doesn't. It looks a lot like it'd be like a twenty ninety nine. Yeah, future it does. That's with, whatever. Because the flying cars, no. yeah, yeah, the with flying the flying cars, cars and stuff like that. Yeah. So it is really weird to decide: is, are they in the same spot? Are they not? Because you do designate the ultimate universe for the maker. And then you don't redesignate anything else. No. You would assume you don't get another, that like, they're at the same. Yeah, tags yeah. like, hey, we're here, and it. you know. So I guess maybe we're in the future of the whole deal fully. You know, even with Eddie, and and, yeah, it, and that's kind of cold because the you need to, to me make are the only tell we have that it's a different place. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I mean the null billboards too, but it, you just you're in such a narrow viewpoint of where the maker is compared to. Eddie, you see a much broader view of the skyline. Yeah. It's it's hard yep. to make a call. Yeah, and I would like to uh, uh, think that, and they're real high up, so yeah. maybe that's the thing. Um, but you would think that they'd have to be, and I'm, I'm serious, I'm looking for just one little null thing from where yeah. the maker yeah. is. No, it's like but just they might even be different spots. Save us, yeah. Iron Man. Where are I the mean, Avengers? There's, <laughs> yeah, there's a, a cross on somebody, you know, all this going on, and uh you would think that they would need maybe the maker to be with them so they can get the hell back. I mean, he, somebody's going to have to do something to get them back, but we'll see. And like I said, at the end, you kind of had the art change where it is a little more. It's not as good in my mind. It's no, not it's definitely as a step detailed. down. From, it, it seems, yeah. Especially so, compared to that splash page we got earlier. Yeah, that and then we get a whole cityscape awesome. and it looks a little more, down. you know, rough. So so we end and basically Eddie, Dylan, Maker, they're in a different universe, different time, all these things with this virus symbiote, really a virus, whatever, because yeah. I don't even know that he's specifically a, a, a symbiote yet because of the way it's just an armor. He does look it, but it's really just an armor and he's throwing bombs. Yeah, you don't know like what's that, in so. there. Oh, oh, yeah, that, yeah. So that I don't one think he Keltar, is whatever his name is, that Cree that yeah. ended up getting the symbiote. He was essentially just bones and like, you know, yeah. the, the symbiote getting memories from the, that DNA or whatever. So, yeah. So we'll see. I, I actually think this might just be a guy who's just after Eddie, but we'll have to see how that goes. But overall, I'd give it a seven five. I, I could maybe be convinced to go to an eight maybe, but it, I'm not that excited about it. I read it. I thought it was good. Yeah. But I'm not like, oh, man, I got to see. This, I think that if you like the ultimate universe, this might be very exciting to you whenever things show up, like in the Miles book and things like that. People do get fired up. That's not exactly my thing. So that's not going to be something that's going to push me to a higher score. But I understand some people would like that. Uh, But overall, I thought the art was good, especially the Ivan Coelho deal. And I, I just like Dylan and Eddie together. And this is kind of something that if you are 
you know, going to this different, at least we can kind of put Null aside for a little and deal with something that maybe he's already taken over the world. Maybe this will hint to how they can stop him eventually, all that sort of thing. But we will see. So overall, yeah, 7-5, what would you give it? Yeah, I think I would go there. I mean, this is pr- uh, 7-5 as well. I This is one of the better books I think we've read since we got back, uh, this issue yeah, specifically. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it just feels like too focused on the one thing happening that needs to happen. Uh, it eventually happens, and then we're just left with 100 questions. So, Yeah, um, yeah well, it's the first you know, of an arc, so yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. if it, it pans out. Uh, but the the thing I don't know how long the story is and and he likes to play the long game yes i mean does. this this could be like one of those where 12, we're stuck in this another yeah 12. yeah real long but then again then we, we'll get answers and stuff like that he's not one that hasn't given us answers Mm-mm. he's just delayed giving them to yep. us that's that's the they big take a while so, to come yeah so i trust him for all that but yeah seven five i could i'm telling you i could be convinced maybe an eight now that we're tired but i'll stick with the seven yeah five. i was uh, gonna go up to eight but then the art really steps back a little bit the last yeah. few pages so it keeps yeah. me down well there you go well there's the end of the podcast thanks everybody for listening and uh, yeah more books are coming out so we're gonna have more and more things to talk about i have a bunch of things in mind for our next tuesday show a combo of stuff left over from this week to go into the next week all that sort of deal uh stuff like guardians of the galaxy that we can get back to things oh, like yeah. that but we'll see yeah that came out so I don't remember we'll see. what's happening i've read all the I issues i don't remember what's happening in that book yeah so. you have those so much for that being remember the that? best guardians book yeah. Of, you know yeah really i somebody feel like that me. gets thrown around somebody every told time me there's that. a guardians book out oh this is the best guardians book in years yeah remember we had the uh olympus gods from space flying around yeah, on yeah, that olympus that spaceship nonsense. yeah i was not enjoying so hopefully we'll get back to that and enjoy it but there's some other things coming up as well but thanks everybody and we'll talk to you later later